Welcome to Raising Pains. This is Jessica and Roberta, and we're here to entertain you with stories from our daily lives. That will definitely include being full-time working moms, wives, and friends. It'll include our journey to being healthy and just about anything else that pops into our crazy minds. We love Jesus and each other. And probably you too. Oh my gosh, that was so corny. Yeah, never mind. Uh, Join us as we're Raising Raising Pains. Coronacast, Coronacast, Coronacast. (laughs) Have you all heard of Coronacast? What? It's episode five, ladies and gentlemen. And we are joined tonight by the lovely and talented Nikki Scott. That's the crowd because we're not allowed to have one. That's right. She was making her own crowd. Don't worry. We are again sitting approximately, as she scoots over, six feet apart. It's probably like four and a half. It's pretty close. Um... (laughs) Also, we're having a, we're we're multitasking tonight, all right? Although the salons are officially open, who's got the money for that? So, um, (laughs) appointments, like, can you imagine? We're not going to get appointments for like five years. It's true. (laughs) Because they're doing like by appointment only right now. Yes. So, Jessica is actually coloring my hair tonight mid Corona cast episode five. You are all in for a treat. Um, don't worry. She actually does this on a regular basis. This is not my first uh, coloring experience. It's true. Did we talk about in one where I gave you a perm? Yeah, no, totally. So as I was telling you beforehand, but I didn't finish saying it, you coloring my hair is just step one. Step two is a perm. <laughs> no, you shut the front door right now. Are you yeah. serious? I'm serious. Oh, why? Okay, because this is what happened this week. Greg is, I say this week. It was actually this weekend. But Greg is back working at home this week. Um, and I, you know, got ready. That's I used air quotes on that like I normally do um, in the morning during Corona. Which is like changing pajamas. It's, yes, yes, changing pajamas, sometimes occasionally combing my hair. And I came out of the bathroom and I just like caught a glimpse, like a short, small glimpse of myself in the mirror. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> um, and I had this thought like, I, I should probably apologize to Greg. And so I went in there and For said, how you hey, I, I told you this week I had the same thought. I, I know. I, it was actually you. I think it was your, your text that got me thinking. And so I was like, Greg, I need to apologize. And he was like, what? It's like, you've had to get up every day for the last six weeks and look at a slow deterioration of my self image. Oh, my gosh. And he was like, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I had the same thought. I walked in the bathroom one day and it was one of those days where my ponytail was literally on day number two. Like, I don't think that I took the ponytail out of my hair. And like, it was just like, Oh, whoa. Like I like stopped in my tracks and I was like, my poor husband, like he has to like, look at this. Like my kids don't care. And actually they might, they just, the only one that would say anything is Levi. Um, and I was like, I just felt so bad. Like, I'm sorry. He's like, no, to be fair, like today I curled my hair just cause I was like so sick of it. And it was like, I don't know. It was doing terrible things. I felt violated by my hair today, but anyways, um, <laughs> so, well, um, yeah, I just, I don't think they noticed though. You know what I mean? Like, no. maybe if I smelled, that would be like a different story. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't know. I, maybe they. They're like, after all these years. They're just still so in love with us yeah, that they just look at us with the rose-colored glasses on. Well, let's hope that's it. <laughs> just don't ever lose those pair of glasses. I mean, I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like post children is a lot was was a lot worse than this. So I mean, like maybe. 
he just feels like this isn't as bad. I say, um, combine Corona with post children, <laughs> and you got where I'm at now. <laughs> and it ain't pretty, Jessica. Anyway, so that whole thing happened, and I was like, it plus our school just last week like officially made the decision to not come back this year. And I was like, this is the least ready that I'm going. I mean, like, right. I don't really anticipate myself for the next, like, three months getting more ready than I am right now. It could only improve. Right. right. And I also, I'm not going to get, like, a tight spiral. Like, and I'm not going to do it myself. I'm going to have my mom do it. Um, and she's. Oh, good. She's. Uh, that was traumatizing. <laughs> she's given me. Time. She's given me quite a few burns. Um Anyway, so I decided that I'm going to do a perm. Um, also, if I don't like it, I have three months to let it figure itself out. Before you have to, like, be seen in public again? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or by people who, like, care. But honestly, like, it wasn't bad before. No, it wasn't. I was like, you better say no. <laughs> but hey, Coronapocalypse sounds like it's almost over. It does. Well, let's not say the word over. I don't it's think it's over, but simmering down. We're in phase one of assimilation. Yeah, but currently t- here in the OK. That's um, Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's tell them about what our group of girlfriends from church was planning on doing. Oh my goodness. Okay, so before they made they like, I finally like made the OK that. Um, like what are they called? Personal care, like I mean, salons and oh yeah, uh, I mean nail salons yeah. and, and hairdressers could start, um, like opening back up. Um, my one of my friends is like, who has family in Arkansas? <laughs> and it was me and one other girl. They're like, you need to check with your mother-in-laws and see. <laughs> nail I have heard that nail salons are open in Arkansas. Is that true? <laughs> We're not far from Arkansas. And someone was like, what, you're going to drive an hour and a half to get your nails done? Yeah. And someone was like, yes. I mean, stone face. Yes. Yes, I will. Just like, that would be an hour and a half well spent. <laughs> It'd be out of my house. It's true. We could have just girls tripped it for her to get her nails yes. done. Um, so, I mean, we say all that to be said. Um, nail salons opened on Friday. And she texted us at, what? 1030, 1030 Friday morning, yeah. and said she had an appointment for 11 <laughs> on Saturday. So, I mean, she was getting she was ready. And she sent us pictures with her feet in the tub, like getting her pedicure. Mm-hmm. And she sent us pictures of her manicure. And we love you, Carrie. That's right, Carrie. Um, but I will say this. We were in Arkansas yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. But we were in Arkansas yesterday, and they looked like they were all doing the same thing we were doing. Like, all their restaurants were, like, closed on the inside. And, oh, okay. Um, I was like, what, sitting around their friend's kitchen doing <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, they, it looked like all their social distancing was the same. Got it. So, it didn't look any different. So. Because there's another- I don't have a school dress code anymore. You know how many kids, like, the elementary kids that I've seen that have had different color hair? Oh, and, yeah. Like, I thought about doing the pink and purple again, but then I have to go back to work at some point. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's true. Do that was my favorite hairstyle. No, mm-mm. I go in like if I need something, but I'm not like working out of the office. Like tomorrow, I'll be in for this meeting. But, um, and I asked when I was in there last week for another meeting, and they said like we're just trying to get through the school year. Like let's get through like distance learning, and then we'll talk about when employees can come back and like whatever. But, I mean, our office can socially distance. Right. Because we're all, like, separated, a million feet apart anyways. But bringing everybody back, I think it would be too hard. I don't know. I don't know. What we all be. have our own classrooms. Yeah, that's true. So, Emerson's, Emerson had a Zoom today, and her teacher said at Owasso, this week is the first week they're letting five teachers in at a time. Mm-hmm. So... Because they haven't even let students go in and get like, oh, no. their lockers. No, so they're that. trying to figure out a way to do that. And because Emerson's in fifth grade and it's her last year in elementary, they were supposed to have like 
So they're trying to come up with a way to do like a barbecue for the fifth grade class or something. Oh, I don't know. That's cute. So, I know. And Emerson was like all upset because their fifth grade shirts came in the day before spring break and they never got handed out. And so, you know, it's hard. She had the fifth grade experience. Did she get to tour sixth grade before? They did. Okay. They did. And she picked her classes, oh, which include good. the core classes and band and choir. <laughs> You're going to have a noisy house. No, she wants to play the drums. Ooh. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. Like I'm fine with that. I'm I will, but I will tell you, in a, at Owasso especially, they're gonna make her learn to read music well, and make her learn the keyboard first. Yeah, and I think or or to even she do wants it. to do anyways. We just haven't gotten there. Nobody's doing lessons right now, so we got all these instruments for Christmas for the kids and can't. I thought about looking stuff up online. But everything I've seen online is like how to play a song. And I'm like, I don't want to teach them how to play a song. I want to teach them chords right. or, you know, like there are, scales or something. There are a lot of great apps out there, actually. Are there? Mm-hmm. I could show you. Okay. Some. Because I remember enough of piano to probably be able to at least help Macy learn scales. And then I remember enough. She remember Emerson remembers enough of guitar from last year nice. that she can play some chords and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, she... Is pumped about that. So, yeah, I know. I mean, through this whole thing, there's just been so much disappointment that our students have had to experience, mm-hmm. and and honestly, that we've had to go through too. Yeah. I mean, just this week, I've had two major things that I was looking forward to, like, you know. Die. Things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was like a slow, painful death. Yes. You know? um, my show, we were supposed to open up this past, uh, you know, three days ago for opening night. And, um, you know, we were, obviously we knew that wasn't, we, we knew in advance that it wasn't going to happen on that date. And we're still crossing fingers um, that we'll get to do it, you know, later in June. Um, but it's, I mean, it was still like pretty emotional, you know, that we didn't, it didn't happen. And then this Grand Canyon trip that my mom and sisters and I have been planning, we, uh, you know, we finally got all of our things, like all of our rooms down at the bottom, all of our meals down at the bottom. And then on Tuesday, about five days ago, they closed the Grand Canyon. How do you close I, I a said, national treasure? Well, I said something about that the other day because I was telling somebody that your trip got canceled. It might have been my mom. I don't remember. And she's like, well, can't they socially distance as they're hiking? I'm like, they're well, not okay, so other people. So you there no facilities are open and obviously then Phantom Range at the bottom is closed. And so like you could go to the park and do, I think, and do like a day, you know, and right. do a day hike, but there's no water available. There's no. So you couldn't even no, hike in all your supplies and camp and hike out. Correct. You can't yeah. even do that. I mean, um, not that you'd want to carry all your supplies. No. Right. No, we weren't, we weren't right. training like that. Right. Um, so we are still, I mean, we are still talking about doing some sort of trip and on that same weekend yeah. and going, um, Looks like we're going to do probably the Smoky Mountains um, and do something there. But you could hike the Appalachian Trail. Well, I mean. Or a section of it. Hike. Yeah, you're right. We're not going to walk the whole thing. That would be, be too far. I actually know a few people who've done it if you want oh. information on it. Cool. No, and it would be a much easier hike. I was going to say, you know, we all just this weekend, my mom and sister and I, we walked like, Two miles. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were doing 10 um, before. It was, I was like, well, we're not exactly motivated. We'll get to choose. It's not necessity that, you know, yeah. we have to hike 14 down. Otherwise, we're stranded on the and trail. The mountains are so different that it would be a steady incline as opposed to straight down and straight back up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it would be... Well, I mean, the Grand Canyon, there are, like, a ton of switchbacks. Yeah, switchbacks, so yeah. it's, 
But the nature of the hike would be different because you're not hiking down to a valley and then back up out of the valley. Yeah. And it'd be prettier. No, it wouldn't. I don't know. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, but the Smoky Mountains are my favorite, so... And well, we, you know, our family is from South Dakota, so we were talking about uh-huh. doing the Black Hills, um, <clears throat> but we can't. Which I'll be driving through the Black Hills on our vacation. Yeah. Um, but no, we. Uh, if we go. If you go. <laughs> no, but um, my parents have like. Timeshare? Timeshare. There you go. <laughs> I was Ooh. like, this could go a few ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know. We looked for the, the the place in in South. Of course, not a lot of people are like trying to go to South Dakota, Dakota. I know. and so um, there's only one place near there, and it's not available yeah. in the in the one week that we have available to go. And so I think that's going to be the thing, though. Like as soon as all these bands are lifted, people are going to be like, oh! you yeah. know, like everybody's just going to like spread out, um, which could be good and could be bad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you're transplanting like. Germs to all different places. Yeah. But. So we'll see what we can find in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. There's a lot of amazing things in the Smoky Mountains. If we relocated for no reason, that's where we would go. That's where you'd go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So to bring everybody up to speed, we took a little bit of a break. <laughs> well, um, you started. I did start. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, because my toner had to be washed yeah, out. Yeah, toner had to be rinsed. Um, so that was a fun experience. And we used a little bit of purple shampoo. Mm-hmm. Can then... we describe the rinsing? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like I, I, mean, I know what it felt like to me, yeah. but I don't. I didn't get to experience what it looked like to the outsider. So much to the, her disbelief at this point, my tub is higher than the tub. Like my master bath tub is higher than the tub in the other bathroom, and so I took her into my bathroom to rinse her hair. Well, unfortunately, our the handheld part of our shower head is broken. And so she had to, like, lean over the tub and get her head under the spigot. But it was less of a bend and more of, like, a plank over the side of my tub and, like, balance okay. yourself. If you were a size 2, yes, you could just, like, bend your little That's body true. underneath there and be fine. <laughs> but when you got a little cushion around... The middle. I was trying to think of something that rhymed with mushin, and all I think it came to mind was mushin. I was like, nope, that ain't good. Maybe appropriate. Um, when you got a little cushion around the midsection, you can't can't get through. Okay, so true. you have to like have to, like lift put your up feet and bend over. Yeah. So she rinsed and then shampooed and then got up. And then Jessica was like, "I'm gonna do your hair now." <laughs> Okay. And that's exactly she's like a little product and a little round it's brushing. And so she it. has spent this will be episode ten. She spent ten episodes telling me how <laughs> high maintenance I am and making fun of all my hair product. But I would like to let it be known <laughs> that I used a little volumizing mousse and a round brush, and her hair is like three times the size as it usually is. And it looks like she has a full head of hair. Not that you don't normally have a full head of hair. That's not what I mean. Normally, you look balding. <laughs> Anyways, I would just like it to be known that product is not so bad. Oh, one pro- I could do one product. Exactly. And it took how long to put it on your head? Ten seconds. Yeah, no. One product is fine. And I probably use twice as much as what you really need. I use, like, what I put in my hair. Because <laughs> it's just, like, muscle memory on the nozzle at this point. <laughs> so. That's all. It is. It's like you have eyes. You could have just used your eyes. You were literally looking at my nose. It it expands, and then it's like. But the key with volumizing is you rub it into your scalp, not into your hair. If it gets on your hair, that's fine. But you want it at the root to lift. The root. (laughs) It's true. You got to do a whole hand section to the head so you can really emphasize the root. Yeah. So I think before we left, we were talking about disappointment. Yes, we were. Like, I'm disappointed in the way that you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Deny deny these hair products. Oh, okay. Um, So Chip and Joanna Gaines had a three-hour special yesterday. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Actually, it was four hours. Um, About, like... The Magnolia Network. Yes, the network. But 
three hours leading up to that episode, <laughs> there was the the beginning, the middle, and the end. And so they commentated the first episode of Fixer Upper, the exact middle of all of their seasons, and then the last episode. Oh. So I had like voiceover commentary wow. on okay. the episodes. Man, I should have seen that. Um, I and I DVR'd it. Okay. And um, so we just, we were, it, it wasn't four total hours because we fast forwarded through commercials and stuff or whatever, but um, I, you can see my toes of decorations are out because like Joanna Gaines is like your spirit animal, my spirit person. Like she's, she's too saintly of a person to call her an animal. Like I won't even like go there with it, but like, so I've been so inspired today that, and so that's why like the conversation about my bathroom has like kicked back into full. Um, and Aaron saw me with the tape measure earlier. He joked two weeks ago that like, I'm not allowed to touch the tape measure. (laughs) He saw me with the tape measure today. He's like, are you okay? Like what's going on that is like causing this. And so that's why I just like my space to look good and I enjoy doing it. And so I think for me, that's, and I keep, you know, totes and boxes of decorations so I can rotate things when I'm like, I can't make a permanent change. You know what I mean? Like it has to be free or cheap or whatever. Um, And so. um, Well, when you get tired over here, you just absolutely in my house. (laughs) Can I take your Christmas village down if I do that? Okay. <laughs> I don't need that kind of judgment. Yes. Yes. We can take, if you were, you know, if you told me I'm coming over to your house and we're going to decorate, I would take my Christmas villas down before you got there. Okay. I'm just going to say that. What are you doing on Saturday? <laughs> See? See? Hold on. Let me check my schedule. <laughs> the Lord's favor shined on me today. Saturday? I'm just telling you. Okay. Because I decided... The day we moved into the house, I determined before we moved into the house. So our shutters on the front on the front window are black, and our front door is the most horrific forest, not quite forest green color. All the other houses in the neighborhood, their front doors match the shutters. So at some point, somebody painted the front door green. Somebody so, thought this is a good idea. Exactly. So I told Aaron I wanted to paint the front door. Mm-hmm. And I literally said the words and looked down and there was a can of black paint in the garage left over from the, the ghosts of people past. The shutters, I'm assuming. Um, nice. So I'm going to refresh the. And we have a whole bunch of landscaping plans, but that's going to, that, like, we've been avoiding that because it's like physical labor. <laughs> so I need to trim my bushes bad. <laughs> My wishes are eating my lilies. <laughs> it's even worse. Um, it's true, though. I planted lilies last year. So last year when we landscaped, I planted lilies out there. Mm-hmm. Because in Oklahoma, it's like 9 million degrees hotter than Indiana. It's true. And our house faces direct sunlight mm-hmm. in the afternoon. And so everybody was like, no, your flowers flowers will die. Flowers will die. So I just got some daylilies. Because in Indiana, daylilies, like, grow in the ditches. Like, they're everywhere. Right. Um, and they're really hardy. And so they sprung right up this year. Like they're doing really good. But my boxwoods, my I have two giant boxwoods that I hate. Last year I cut them back so far I thought I killed them. Like they turned brown. But it was like, you know, when you prune something and it like comes back 10 times stronger. So I'm going to have to cut them way back because they're like growing over top of the lily in the center of my flower. I think it's hard like for me, someone who is constantly changing my aesthetic, like I just, I love design and I love the creative process of it. And I don't necessarily like, this is going to sound really bad. And I don't necessarily mean it that way. I don't like the outdoors necessarily, but I do love landscaping design. And I do love, I just like my, my, where I live to look nice. It makes me a happy person. Mm -hmm. So it's striking the balance between spending money on a house I don't own and, you know, so, but sometimes Jessica, you're going to be disappointed and that's okay. I know. That's why we're not getting the block that I want and digging it out and filling it and like, you know, all these 8 million things. So I can handle finding a 10 year old gallon of paint in the garage to use on my front door. That's right. So. That's good. 
It works out in my favor. It's half full, so it'll paint the door. Oh, yeah. And I can update the... However, I did... Mickey. Yes. We're sort of talking around disappointment today. (laughs) Okay. Anything to add? About disappointment. Yeah. I mean, I should preface this by saying I am not disappointed in my hair. Okay. That's good. (laughs) I just want to interject that right now. I don't want people to think, oh, they're doing her hair and they're talking about disappointment. Obviously, there's a correlation. No. no. I was disappointed the way I looked before I came, and we fixed it. Yeah. Say, like, Nikki, if you, Sorry, like you have a disappointment. voice. Oh, wait, hold hey, on. No. no. Do not. <laughs> do let her speak. No, she we doesn't know this. Her. She doesn't know this. So I texted this to Roberta earlier. I screenshot it um, a few days ago. So David Terrio, who was our guest on episode David, three. Yes, I it was. Know. Um, we do miss our favorite. What was the name of that episode? What was his nickname that you gave him? The Riot. No, oh, the, no. Dauntless the Dauntless Riot. Riot. I think it's episode three. So if you go back, it'll be there. Um, he is an ultra runner. He works with us. He's whoa, that was really close. <laughs> I almost spilled my drink. Um, awesome guy, good friend, crazy guy. Yeah. Um, he has a podcast. Um, called Run the Riot. He's the one that was like, "Hey, you guys should do a podcast." Yeah, he's like our podcasting genie. Does he listen? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't. No, he, because he doesn't exactly relate with oh, 30 yeah. something. Every once in a while when I'm like, we talked about you or this was really funny, like he will, but um, just like I don't keep up with his on a regular basis right. because I'm not running for a run Let's be honest, he's running thousands of miles a year. He That's doesn't true. have time to listen. Right. Uh, maybe he has plenty of time after. David, I'm calling you out, kid. <laughs> You're twice my uh, age. No. Okay, not I talked twice. to him today, and he was like really busy. So, um, true. anyways, he's online in his IT. He texted me last week. We were texting about work something, and he said, "By the way, hold on, I don't know if I can find it. I texted it to you, so I should probably just go to your. Oh, no wonder why. Well, no, it should be in there. Um, we'll find it. We'll find it." Who's going to find it first? Who's going to find it first? Me, because I'm, going, oh, I'm oh, searching my images. By the way, this week I crossed over 10,000 total listens on the podcast. I mean, it's listened since October, but it's still pretty cool. Oh, wait. Up to 10,360 today. It's picking up momentum. Yeah. So I'm, that's, awesome. that's awesome for him. Like, um, And obviously he's like super honed in on his topic as right. we are more or less like you know <laughs> see where the night takes exactly. us exactly we're Come more here. about you know like the experience of yes. being together exactly we and do this like, because let me pick your brain about all this cool running stuff yes. and i think i think in <laughs> the running <laughs> world yeah in the running world he has interviewed a few people who are like big time yeah so he gets a lot of traffic from that but his his podcast is awesome. I mean, the ones that I've listened to. Yeah. Okay, really <laughs> you'll get 10,000 listens. Um, you believe it? Maybe um, someday, but... Hey, Nikki. My disappointment. Yes, let's talk about disappointment. <laughs> I got a disappointment. No, I, I was going to... But just the disappointment over the last month. Sure. Finish. Sure, okay. Well, my I was in California, and they were going to come this month. And they were going to be here for the youngest one's first birthday. So we were going to actually like, get to celebrate with her. Mm-hmm. So obviously that didn't happen. Boom. That was a big disappointment. And then I help Roberta with the show. So obviously that is also a disappointment yeah. for me. But it's okay. We'll get to do it in June. Cross our fingers Cross and send in a prayer. Were yeah. you... Were you in crisis mode on Friday night as much as she was? No. On Thursday? Thursday night. No. No, she didn't. Even Our friend respond. group, we had a separate text I mean, message running. Did you really? Yeah, we were like running interference. We were like, okay, what do we need to do? Like, you guys. I, like, I told I them what you said. You and I was like, I just, I just want to stay here. No, tell them what I offered. Because it's totally like. Oh, yeah. I just was like, I will come pick you up and we will drive around. And listen to really loud oh, rap music. <laughs> So I texted her earlier in the morning on Thursday because mm-hmm. it popped up in my calendar and I was like, oh, yeah, it's coming today. And yeah. so um, I texted her and said, all right, so how's the drama class doing? She's like, well, it could be worse. Someone could be dead. And I was like, oh, no. 
So I was like, well, all right. So I kind of knew how the day was going. But responding in like the group meeting. Yes. You have it on silent. I have it on mute because they talk a lot. So I didn't know they were having all these conversations. And by the time I looked at it, I was like, oh. I didn't want to be like, oh, hey, guys. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I have no emotional support for you today. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. I can I mean, like, I just, and I have been dealing with it a lot this week because we're doing, um, I'm in charge of our school social media. And so um, our seniors, who obviously have gotten a major letdown this Mm -hmm. year, um, we're doing senior spotlights on social media. So every night we've done two for the last two weeks. So two seniors a night. And this week, um, we're doing senior night week. So each night this week, we're featuring a spring sport mm-hmm. um, because the spring sports, obviously their series or their season was cut short, like before it even really started. Right. Right. I think the baseball team played one game. The soccer mm-hmm. team had two games or something. Um, and um, so we're featuring each night a different sport and we're honoring all those seniors who play those sports. And um in my conversations with the parents as we've been like kind of gathering information for that, like they're just really, it's such a letdown, you know, like Absolutely. the final year, you know, like right. this is it. And, and I think as adults, like, because I don't have a high school senior and as an adult looking back at my senior year, like I've lived so much life right since then. So it's like, I don't know that I feel the weight of it like they do because like, my perspective on it is different because I feel like the last, when did I graduate? 2001. So the last 19 years have been so much more living and so Mm -hmm. much more, but for them, it's like in the moment, in the day, like they're missing out on this, these huge things. So like, thankfully, while we're still doing prom and we're still doing graduation, Mm -hmm. it's just going to look a little bit different and got pushed way out. So they'll both be in June, but, um, Yeah. Well, and that's one of the reasons why I am pushing to still try and do this show. I mean, yes, like how many shows have I directed? You have a lot of um, seniors in your show. I, yeah, I do have a lot of seniors. Um, so for me, like, personally, it's not – yes, I've wanted to do this show for forever. But will I have the chance to do this show eventually? Probably. I mean, yeah. eventually it'll come – you know, the opportunity will come back around to do this show. <coughs> um, but – it's, you know, knowing that those seniors aren't, you know, didn't mm-hmm. get that opportunity. And for with, some of with, them, it may be the last show they ever do. Exactly. Right. With, you know, with athletics, like, you know, they don't, they're part of the OSSAA. Like mm-hmm. they have to do what they do. And so there's no option for them right. to even try to come back. And so because our drama department, it's like, you know, an in-house musical we get to, cho- I mean, we essentially get to choose. Um, I mean, if things are open back up, we do. Right. As long as, you know, students are willing, we could do this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I am kind of really pushing for it and trying to, you know, make sure that I do everything in my power to get to do it because there are so many sports who, man, if they, I know that if they had the opportunity to just play one more game right. or, you know, mm-hmm get to perform one more time that they would do everything in their power to the, And I feel like as my, as their teacher, it's my responsibility to give them the opportunity yeah. as well, because you're right. There are a lot of them that after the show won't do it again. Just well, I know originally when we kind of saw this coming on the horizon, I mean, I remember sitting in your room at lunchtime, like, well, what would you do if this were to happen? And it felt so far off at that point, you know, mm-hmm. like it almost seemed like an impossibility. Like we were kind of joking about it. Mm-hmm. And you said, well, I could do it next year, recast it. Or someone suggested you recast it next year. And I was thinking about that. And I'm like, next year's group, I don't think could do this show. You know what I mean? Like, no, I yeah, think it's it would a be... completely, I mean, yeah, the the strength in next year's group will be in some, right. some, I mean, even as it is pushing our show out to June, I have had a few students say, I'm not available or I'm emotionally I am done with right. the show well and that's the hard thing too even with graduation and with mm-hmm. prom and stuff is like and some of I know a lot of schools of colleges and universities they're going all online this summer but once everything opens up like athletes are going to have to be on campus early mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there's going to be kids who are not physically available to attend these events or they're emotionally like the day I graduated I was like peace yo like mm-hmm. I was done 
And um, there's, especially now that they're home, like right. it's probably even worse. So I think like, even though my, I shouldn't say level of disappointment, but I think it's different. Like there's nothing that my kids are missing out on. Like my disappointment is disappointment by association mm. with you guys. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and there's things like not having to do with Corona and like affected by the whole COVID-19 thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, that are more overarching themes in my life that I think maybe we would all, if we completely removed COVID from the situation, like probably something that we could relate to, but um, like, because I'm a type seven, you know, back to our Enneagram, like um, I get really bored quickly and that applies to like every area of my life. And so like I would change careers like every five years <laughs> if I could. And there's like a whole host of things when I, um, my senior year of high school, my degrees in social work and um, I wanted to travel and do disaster response all over the world. And I was actually going to do my internship with FEMA um, and then graduate um, with my degree in social work and move to Denver and attend the University of Denver because they were the only master's program in the country that had a disaster response certification program that I would have gotten with my master's. Anyways, obviously that didn't happen. Whoa. First time I'm hearing of this. I know. See? Okay. And then, and then um, I was sitting in a, like we had like a week long student revival at all of it. And it was like, I think it was in February maybe. And I'm sitting there in the service and clearly it's probably the most clear, probably not the most clear that the Lord has ever like spoken to me, but it was one of those things where like in an instant, like I just knew. And um, our social work program at Olivet had a Romanian studies program. And I knew that I could go and do my internship in Romania and I just felt like the Lord was saying, okay, like, that's what you need to do. And at the time, I didn't understand at all because it had absolutely nothing to do with the path that I was planning. Mm-hmm. And um, so I ended up going to Romania. I was in Romania for a while after graduation. And I lived there and I worked and made friends and came home. And I still, there was no direction to it. You know, it was never mm-hmm. like, it was a fantastic experience and I loved it. And the Lord led me there for a reason. And I don't regret going ever, but it wasn't like I came home with like some like clear purpose or some clear vision. And so um, I moved back in with my parents and I started teaching preschool, which was never like, (laughs) that was never in the plan. And um, like my degree wasn't getting used and like, and so I just really, for a long time, I looked back and it was like, I know there was a reason for that, but at the same time, it changed the whole trajectory of what I wanted to do. And that's still something that I would do, but obviously it's not conducive with young kids and a husband. And like, I've been single for a really long time. Had I done that? Like, it's just not the kind of lifestyle that you live with a family just traveling all over. And I mean, I would have been nomadic, which for me would have been amazing. Like, I love the idea of that, but And so looking back, like, I feel like there's so many things that, like, I missed out on that I wanted to do that I can't do now. Um, And so for me, those are, like, sources of disappointment. Um, But I think for me, a lot of it comes down to expectation, like, in my daily life. Like, I expect Aaron to be this way. Like, I expect my kids to be this way. Mm -hmm. As we've talked about, like, I expect my house to look this way. Mm -hmm. And um, how those expectations have caused so much grief in my life. And there's such a source of disappointment for me because like I'm a perfectionist. And so like if something doesn't work out the way that I want it to, like for me, that's like a total fail. Mm -hmm. And so I read something last week that I thought was, I don't know if it was when we were together or not, but anyways, um, and it was identify and I typed up this whole Facebook post about it last week and I deleted it because it was just one of those things where like it, like it felt profound to me, but then as I, I was typing, it was like, you know, I don't know if this will resonate with anybody else, but it was identify your actual enemy. And so like, I think when we are in a situation where we are disappointed or disillusioned or 
you know, people aren't living up to our expectations or situations aren't living up to our expectations. Like we place a lot of blame. And for me, like in my marriage specifically, like it's really easy to blame Aaron for issues that I easily create or really have nothing to do with him. And so um, in those situations, like who's my enemy? Is it Aaron? No. You know, it's the fact that number one, we're sinful people and there's sin in our life. But number two, like Satan is using, you know, us like puppets to create that kind of conflict or that situations are going to be disappointing. Like things are going to not be what we want them to be all the time. And that's, that's life. You know what I mean? Like you have to learn how to cope. And I think it's about having a higher perspective too. Like I'm such an in the moment type of person. Um, that it's like, if this moment doesn't live up to my expectation, all right, let's move on to the next, you know, like I miss out on the long term of the moment, if that makes sense. Like, I don't sit in a moment to be like, okay, what am I learning from this? Let's just, (laughs) let's just ponder, you know, I'm like, okay, we're moving on. Like we're leaving it. Like, let's do something else. Like move on to the next thing. And so, um, that was kind of just. And it's not something I've never heard before. Like I've heard that, but just like to kind of reevaluate, like in a situation where like, I feel like it's totally going South or like, this is not how I planned it to be. Um, Like, where is my outlet for that? Like, is it me? Is it somebody else? Or do I have to find the real root? And like with, with COVID, you know, with the Corona, like there's no one to blame there's no one to blame you know it's not like I mean a lot of people are blaming our government or they're blaming mm-hmm. China or whoever you right. know but um but people are going nuts you know what I mean like I saw protesters somebody somewhere on the east coast said sacrifice the week and open the government or open the country or open the state or something like that and it's just like Things like that just kind of leave me speechless. And it's like people are so frustrated with what's happening that they're blaming the wrong people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, um, it's actually interesting that you bring a little bit of that up because um, just this week I was trying to like, where's, okay, where did I have this conversation? Um, I haven't had too many conversations. (laughs) Where did it come from? Um, But this past week um, I had a, a Google meet with my, my drama students. Um, and I've started bringing in professional actors to speak with them. And so this past week, um, it was supposed to be my, um, one of the girls I grew up with who was Broadway actor, but, um, she accidentally booked herself and she's like at the last like 10 minutes fortune, she's like, my husband's available. Let's talk to him. And so I was like, Hey, um, we've had two conversations and they both lasted less than five minutes. So let's get to know you. Um, and so I asked him a question and I didn't really know where it was going. You know, Greg would be like, as a lawyer, you should never ask a question you don't know the answer to. Um, but, um, you know, I was like, okay, I grew up with Kennedy. I know that she is a Christian, I assume that you guys, I was like, I'm going to bring it up. Are you a Christian? He's like, oh yeah, of course. I was like, okay. (laughs) All right. So my, my question was in such a secularized Mm -hmm. um, uh, career, like how does he live out his faith? Like how, how, you know, when has that been an issue? And so it was really good for the students to hear um, things he had to say. But one of the things that he said was that in this type of career where you're faced with disappointment every day, where you hear so many no's that when you hear a yes, you're surprised. um, He was like having, knowing that there is a higher purpose um, is really, I mean, is, you know, we don't, when we don't get a job, we don't freak out. You know, when we, you know, when we're quarantined to our house, we don't freak out. When we start a job and then, you know, something else happens and we have to, you know, leave that tour and start something else, we don't freak out. And a lot of our friends don't understand why we're able to be so level-headed in that moment. Um, and we've been, I mean, we've been talking about this with our Sunday school class, um, but 
in this time period, yes, it is the way that you're responding to this crazy situation. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought from a different perspective yeah. of his career, he, they're facing so many disappointments in their career. Um, but yes, he's living out his faith as simple as why are you not freaking out about the fact that you just lost, you know, mm -hmm. that once in a lifetime gig. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, you know, it's because I believe in Jesus Christ and I believe that he'll, he guides my path and mm -hmm. not to say blah, 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 but blah, blah, blah. For me personally, quarantine has been good. Um, ish. I think there's two sides to that. Um, but it's given me the opportunity to, well, first of all, I was kind of confronted with the fact that like, you know, the first few weeks there was like all these memes going around that was like, I always said my house would be clean when I had time. Right. It is confirmed that that is not the problem. <laughs> like, you know, like, um, you know, just things like that. But, um, it's given me the opportunity to take time that I really normally didn't have to, and that's not true. It was the way I, it's the way I prioritize things truthfully, but, um, you know, to be in the word more and to read and, um, I think Easter for me was really good. I know our last podcast, we talked a lot about, um, it's been a while. It has been a while. Sorry. Um, one listener. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we talked a lot about how Easter was going to look different and stripping away the whole, you know, ceremony of it and the whole working in a church, the whole, and Nikki, you may, mm -hmm. you know, relate to that a lot. Yeah. When you work in a church, like Christian holidays are like a whole different beast. Like, you know, it's not like a normal parishioner to sit in a church where you come and you like sit through the experience of celebrating Easter. The like hour or hour and a half experience. Right. Exactly. And it's like, there is so much that happens behind the scenes. And this year it was obviously completely different. Right. Um, did you guys end up doing your drive-in service? No, we didn't. Okay. We just did a live service and we just like pushed it. And then like we gave resources for all like student kids. All yeah. That for them to do. We made like a bingo for them to play while yeah. they were watching the service. I think you just have to do what I don't do most of the time. And that's like, take a deeper look into the, the disappointment. You know what I mean? Like, like I told you on Facebook, like I commented on your post about the drama, like God doesn't waste anything. You right. know what I mean? And where we feel like all of this disappointment and disillusionment has come from, like, we can rest in the fact mm -hmm. that God will use it for something. You know what I mean? Like it's not just all your practices and everything, all the, the casting, everything, like even though technically in a physical way, like maybe that those were wasted hours, but maybe they weren't, you know, in, in ways that we way. don't know, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like the way that God used those for, his purposes and that sounds kind of churchy for me to say it that way but I mean that's really what I mean like yeah, you don't know how God was working behind the scenes in those situations mm -hmm. and um so I can tell you it's quite uplifting to hear because <laughs> no I mean honestly I mean it does it does feel like there's a whole lot of unanswered questions mm -hmm. and like you know obviously why when when kids have worked so hard are they missing out on so much right. but when you do look at it in the perspective that there's that God does not waste anything mm -hmm. and that there is a purpose behind it even if we can't see it mm -hmm. um it is it's nice to know that I didn't spend hours away from my family just right. to throw the towel in you know right. what I mean mm -hmm. Um, well, and I think you can't look at it as throwing the towel in. No, I know. It was taken from your hands. Right. You know, yes. like, I quit. You know, that wasn't <laughs> like that. Production's canceled. But, um, and, and, and I'm almost positive it's in Joel. You know, the Bible says, like, the, the Lord will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's a promise that we can stand on too. And, you know, maybe it doesn't look like next year is your biggest show ever. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's not that instant and maybe it's not, um, maybe even in your lifetime, you know, but, um, but that's the, the, the show encore that that we were talking about earlier. Um, that was the most like on Thursday when I was having yeah. such a horrible day. Um, and that's what was most healing, honestly, to listen to that or to watch that show was because here are these students 30 years later and they're talking about how much yeah. just being part of the drama department and that teacher impacted their lives. And I was like, okay, okay, I am making a difference. It's not all for nothing. Um, and so... Yes, we have to hold true to the fact that nothing is wasted. Right. Amen. Oh, amen. <laughs> Come on, Nikki. You missed the amen. Don't sorry. you know how it is? <laughs> someone sorry. says something, and then we look at each other, and we say, amen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sticking it out with us. I think we have... <laughs> a lot of content I'm gonna to have edit. to yeah I'm gonna have to go through but um and I know for our you know less than 10 listeners including us <laughs> um today was kind of random but I think we needed it absolutely this was more for us than for anybody else and um I was telling David this is what started the whole conversation about um his podcast as I said, when your podcast is lifestyle based and every day is like Groundhog's Day, like every day is literally the same thing over and over again. Like school, the kids play outside if it's not raining. Right. <laughs> you know, like there's no, we could talk about highs and lows, but they're going to be the same thing every single day. Right. Like as Roberta heard when she walked in my house and my husband was screaming at my son in his bedroom. Like that's just. Hi, my husband. I love the dishwasher. <laughs> lows. My kids were derelict. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as. As things, you know, whatever the change looks like, the the loose. Um, but as our lives kind of get back to a new normal, I guess. Yeah. Our highs Another and lows. Normal. Right. Our highs and lows will be different. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. For sticking with us this long. That's right. Peace out, my homies. Ponderings. Mm, We will see you next time, and maybe next time won't be a Corona cast. (gasps) Fingers crossed. All right, peace out. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Raising Pains. We hope that we brought joy and laughter into your day. You can learn more about us by following our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash Raising Pains Podcast, and our Instagram at www.instagram.com backslash Raising Pains Podcast. Do you have a question you want us to answer? We'd love to answer it. Comment or send us a message, and we'll see you next time on Raising Pains.